Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 54 of the Project Brook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, good people? What is going on? I uh I'm a little I'm a little little drained today, just a little bit, just a tad bit. Um not physically, but just mentally, you know, and usually during these times I, I get quiet, you know, I do, I do my best writing when I get in this mode, but, um, I guess, I guess it's worth having a discussion of just where we are, man. Like I'm, when I talk about being tired and fatigued, it's like, I'm tired of seeing us struggling unnecessarily i'm tired of seeing us sick and dying prematurely and then making excuses about it well maybe we'll get serious when something bad happens but that's only temporary and then we just go back to business as usual um yesterday was in the news that um big black christopher boykin um the guy who I think he's most well known for being on MTV, the show Robin Big. And he died yesterday. He was 45 years old of a heart attack. Of a heart attack at 45 years old, you know, left behind an ex-wife and a, I believe a nine-year-old daughter. And it's just like, why is this becoming normal? Why? It's not. It's not so much that it's becoming normal because it's happening more and more, but our acceptance of it is becoming more normal. It was just six, it hasn't even been six months ago. I believe it was January where the founder of World Star Hip Hop died. He was 43 years old. Q, not sure his real name. Um, But he also died of heart disease and the coroner, contributed said you know obesity was a contributing factor and you know what pisses me off about all of this is that (laughs) we have we have these things going on and I'm I'm giving you examples of well-known people but I'm pretty sure if you look around in your family your friend circle maybe your work circle this is happening all over you know more and more people 40 and 50 years old Right. I'm just I'm just kind of honing in on that age group, but it can apply to to any age, really. I I believe we should all, in my personal opinion, be living at least to uh, at least at minimum to 90 years old. I believe that. Certainly, we have the ability to live longer, but I believe at least that. But. We see these things going on and. It's. It's not a red flag that's going up. It's not a cause for concern. Out of all the things that we're outraged about every damn day, 
there's a different story. Like, at this point, and most people know, so I don't even get it anymore. If you take the time to send me anything political, you probably going to get cursed out. For real. Because we got 99 problems. And whatever Trump is doing at this time, or what you believe he is doing, or what they're reporting that he's doing, that ain't one. Like, we are dying. Unnecessary. Leaving children behind. Leaving families broken. Unnecessarily. And now we're, we are coming into this space to where you're not going to be able to say you didn't know any better. See, ignorance is one thing. You know, ignorance of, of universal law doesn't exempt you from them, but kind of makes it kind of it kind of makes it a little understandable. OK, they didn't know any better. I think about that when I think about, you know, my elders or my parents and how we were raised and lifestyle and eating. They didn't know any better. But this this time that we have right now access to more information than we've ever had in the history of mankind you're not gonna be able to use the excuse that you didn't know any better you're not gonna be able to use that now some people have decided i have actually heard some people say look man i already know i'm not gonna live that long but i prefer to live this way and have my lifestyle the way i choose eating what i want and, you know, I'm fine with that. And for those people, hey, you know, I rock on. There's nothing really, there's nothing that I can say to you. That's personal choice and free will, and I respect that. But the more I see us trying to normalize obesity, fat, I'm going to use the word fat. You can call it fat shaming, whatever you want to call it. All right? But... The more we try to make this normal, why? this is the question that I have. If it's normal for humans to be severely overweight, why are we just now seeing these numbers? Think about how long man has been on this earth. Why are we now just seeing the numbers the way we see them? Not only that, why are the numbers for the U.S. so much higher than it is anywhere else in the world? If it's just normal. It's not normal. It's not normal to die of a heart attack at 43 years old, at 45 years old. It's not. Because what is a heart attack? What has happened? What happens to the heart for you to experience a heart attack? Let's think about that for a second. Something has happened in the walls of your arteries. That There's been some damage that has taken place, right? There's been some inflammation, how does the body respond when there's inflammation? Oh, you're going to get a production of cholesterol. People want to talk about cholesterol as being the evil one, but cholesterol is coming through to try to save your behind. It's been alerted that we got trouble over here. We got some inflamed cells over here. We need to respond. But once you get that cholesterol that continues to form and plaque, continues to form in that artery now depending on which doctor you ask some will attribute it completely to the plaque of the cholesterol others will say a blood clot forms due to the plaque and then that continues to build into the 
the artery in the heart becomes blocked completely. You already know what happens if the blood flow can't get to the heart, oxygen can't get through. So you slow the flow of the blood as well as the oxygen. Death is imminent. Death is imminent. But how how did, let's rewind back though. How did the artery become damaged and inflamed to begin with? What caused inflammation? Acidosis? Acids? What causes acids? <laughs> what causes acids, good people? Strawberries? No. Eating a salad? Mm-mm. Try again. That high, processed, greasy, high protein, because proteins are amino acids. Acids. That's what does it. And essentially, essentially, you have a system that where elimination becomes hindered. So you're taking in more than your body can eliminate. So a backage, right, happens. Think of your body as a sewer system, a sewer, sewer system, right? If you've ever, if you're old school, and maybe if you grew up in the country, you'll know what uh, a septic tank is, um, septic system that you would have. We would have, I believe my aunt had, right in the back of the house. And, you know, back then you weren't really having that thing flushed properly and, you know, all the maintenance like you're supposed to. So the sewer system would back up. And you come home and it was crap all in the yard. The smell was horrendous. Like there was a backup there. That same thing happens in the body. The same thing happens. This is why we promote detoxing. First, we promote eating a diet, right? A lifestyle, following a lifestyle that is conducive to alkalinity. You, you want to eat foods that are high in, that first they are nutrient dense. They are water dense. All these things that help flush. So it doesn't take as much work for, when your foods are assisting you, it don't take as much work. You, you eat your little food, it comes out. It does what it needs to do throughout the digestive tract and it moves itself on out. But when that doesn't happen, now oftentimes we need assistance. We need assistance with moving our bowels. We're constipated. We're not, we're not flushing things out of our system the way we should. We're getting breakouts on our skin. Well, it lets us know there's an issue. The lymph system is backed up. The kidneys may not be filtering and moving out the toxins and waste the way it should. So the body has to result to the largest eliminative organ of the body, and that's the skin. So I say all that to say what? When I hear heart disease, when I hear heart attack, when I hear cholesterol, when I hear stroke, when I hear people dying of that at 40 and 50 years old, it's health related, bro. It's preventative. These are preventative. And so you can walk around this thing all you want. You can stand in front of that mirror and tell yourself that you at your unhealthiest because you know it. You can tell yourself that it's fine. Cause I'm just loving myself the way I am. And, and 
Yes, you should love yourself, but you should love yourself to not accept anything less than your doggone best. And I don't care. I, what was that quote I saw today? Dr. Um, Miles Monroe. And uh, what, what, what? I bet y'all done forgot what it said. <laughs> but he said, you, he said, following the prayer cannot exempt you from law. And what he was essentially saying was, there's a lot of people that pray, but they violate natural and spiritual laws. So you can pray all you want. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like you jumping off a cliff. You go all the way to the top. All right? You can pray all you want. God, don't let me die. But the you violated some laws of gravity. Now, we can argue <laughs> the laws of gravity in another discussion. Because <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. But you get what I'm saying. So... The denial part is killing us. We're in denial. We're in denial. There was a promotion. I just saw this other day on Twitter. I don't know if it, it was some magazine that had done an article or story. I didn't even click on it. I, I, I saw the initial thing that was um, tweeted, but I didn't even click on it. But it was a supposedly a story or a spread that they did on some severely obese people. I mean, you know, not just overweight, severely obese. And it was about, you know, just um, creating a new idea of what beautiful is. And that's not to say that obese people, that anybody shouldn't find themselves beautiful. All right. And you know what? I'm going to get to the point to where I'm going to stop making my disclaimers like that because common sense should tell you like I'm, I'm tired of coddling people where every damn thing you say you got to come back with another statement to so nobody's offended I don't really care if you're offended all right your offended ass is gonna be dead if you don't do something different how about that it is just as simple as that so yes love yourself yes think you are beautiful in your own skin as you are first because if we've already acknowledged happiness, you gotta have that. It's hard to achieve your goals and become better when you are in an unhappy place, right? Angry place, disappointed place. So yes, you find that place of happiness, love, and joy. But love yourself enough to know I gotta do better. I owe myself more than this, right? My body is my temple. It's the only one that I have. You know, I, I came to this earth to live and to live abundantly to live well to feel good to not pop pills every day to not be tired to not settle like why would you settle for less than your best that's the question so the real deal the way many of us are going i look at my classmates that I graduated high school from with. Um, man, I mean, the finest of the fine. You, you can go ahead and tack on easily 80 to, I don't want to say 100, but 
damn near pounds in just how many years is that uh 17 years this idea that we've created in our mind that you're just supposed to gain weight as you get older why what would you be gaining weight for what is weight what is that excess fat is waste that's why when people detox they see it shedding because you you have now put the body in a position to flush so it's flushing that waste this is why I don't trip over weight anymore. You know, women get caught up in this whole thickness thing. A lot of what we think is thick is waste. And that's why when women detox, they experience, oh, I'm losing my, you know, my boobs and my butt and my hips. It's waste. The body knows what it needs and what it doesn't need. And when you start to release that, you got to let it go. You got to get out of this mindset that looking good on the outside supersedes your health on the inside because it doesn't i mean you can be thick in them jeans see this is how you can really test that whole theory anyway it's it's a lot easier to look good in clothes than it is to look good out of clothes see i was never severely overweight but my thickums at about 145 yeah about 145 pounds it it didn't look not to me now some people you know we again we're caught up we have made unhealthy normal so some people say nah girl that was good but all that cellulite wasn't good and cellulite is again the same thing that's waste that toxic fluid that gets trapped in between your fat cells that looks like those little dimples is waste Toxic waste at the cellular level. It's not normal. A well-known fitness person posted that the other day. And I think it's because, you know, um, she's had a child. And I guess she's, you know, has some cellulite or whatever. But this here's the deal. You can call it whatever you want to call it. You can try to normalize it all you want, but it's not. H- how can things be normal and natural that are just now occurring it doesn't this is the common sense guys this is the common sense piece it ain't freaking rocket science just because more and more people are starting to experience something doesn't mean it's normal we can try to make it normal or maybe it depends on how you define normal i don't know how people are defining normal now so maybe i should use the word it ain't natural it's not and dying at 40 and 50 years old it's not natural it's not natural and it's it sucks it sucks and it sucks especially when we can do something about it we can do something about it it's the choices that we choose to make even when you have spent majority of your life jacking your body up the fact that you're still here means that there's an opportunity to turn it around and start reverse things. And yes, you can reverse things. I know. No, I have never been severely overweight, but I have been severely jacked up, out of shape and sick on the inside, breaking myself down bit by bit, and I didn't realize it. So 
Yes, you can begin to repair yourself. Yes, you can begin to repair and reverse some of the damage that you've done. It's a choice every day. It's a choice. But don't expect me to join your bandwagon of poor, poor, pitiful me. Don't expect me to join your bandwagon of accepting anything. Anything that's less. Like, why would you? That's the question that just baffles me. If you know you can go 100, why would you settle with just going 80? Like, that that doesn't make sense to me. And maybe that's just me. Because many people are there. Like, I'm good at this point right here. Even though I do have the potential and the capacity to do more, to go further, nah. This little safety spot right here is good for me. Um, You know, this is May. So who knows how many more of these stories we'll hear. There will be more. You can be certain of that. I will hope it's not you. That's the next story. It's not about fear because I don't, I don't believe in fearing people into doing what's quote unquote right or what's best for them. I don't believe in that at all. However, it's got to be something within that you decide enough is enough. It's got to be something within that you decide to pursue until you find. You continue to seek until you find. What do you have to do today to begin to change things around? What, what do you have to do? What does it look like? You're trying to reset. You're trying to restart. You know, I always recommend um, assisting yourself. You know, if you don't, if you strap for funds, the easiest way is to start with your food. You know, if you're looking to cleanse your body, fruits and vegetables, boom. You know, even if you're not to the level that you can go raw, doesn't matter. If you can just eliminate everything and get down to fruits and vegetables, that can be a detox for you. If you do have a little funds and you can invest in some herbs, the herbs will help you. They will assist you in the process. A good herbal cleanse is good. It will re- help to reset the body and begin to get the body back in balance. But you got to make a decision. Most people only do it to then revert back to what they were doing before. And I'm not saying that that counsels out what you did because I still want you to do it. Even more so, if you know you're going to go left and you, you're going to be, your eating is going to be all over the place, at least cleanse your body. At least do that. But we I don't know. I, I got to ponder on this um, as I'm trying to, you know, kind of find my place in this and being an example, being, you know, you know, facilitator to some degree of, of, of information. Um, I, I got to ponder over it because, you know, part of me likes to stay in my lane. I really respect free will for people. So, and I believe in boundaries, but there's also a part of me that knows the power of information and the power of knowledge and what my exposure to knowledge and information has done for me. Ultimately, there are some personal things that you have to do on your own that are, that's under the realm of self-development, but information does matter. Knowledge is power. And if more people can see that there are other options available, choose life. You don't have to choose death. And yes, 
know how good it is to eat almost everything you're probably eating right now. <laughs> I used to go hard in the paint, okay? I was a barbecue queen, you understand? The 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 double cheeseburger, when McDonald's had them for a dollar, they still got those for a dollar? I don't know. Can't tell you the last time I've been to McDonald's. But, yeah, Wendy's, I would go and get the large fry and a large, um, what's some little things? Frosty. And I dip the fries in the Frosty. Mm. Yeah. Barbecue sandwich, extra this, extra that. And to my detriment, I didn't realize I would always overeat. You know, some people actually eat crap, but they know how to press pause. Like, okay, I've had enough. Like, if I went and ordered a foot-long sub, oh, I was eating the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just over the top with it, you know. Go and get a box of donuts. I'm going to eat about four of them. Not just one, save for later, you understand? And so I I know that place. I know that place. And when I was doing it, I enjoyed it. Now, I didn't begin to enjoy when my face started breaking out and me not having the energy and always being tired when I got home in the evenings. I didn't enjoy that. And I didn't enjoy the cellulite that began to come in my thighs. I didn't enjoy that. But the rest of it, the eating it, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. But it comes a point in time, you got to ask what's better. You you also have to ask, is it really good? Or is that what you've been trained to believe is good? Just think for a moment if you had been raised differently. If you've never been exposed to the things that you consider to be good right now. And you have been exposed to everything that you've been um, trained to believe is bad or not good. How would your life be right now? It'd be different, wouldn't it? So just because you are connected to something doesn't mean that that's your natural um, kind of affinity for that thing that we have been trained to do most things that we do. We don't realize it, but we have. And so sometimes you have to be willing and bold enough and brave enough to say let me what will happen if I try something different what will happen if I give if I dedicate my all and my everything to myself I just want to see I ain't setting no necessary goals I ain't putting no rules I'm just going to see what will happen if I dedicate every day to getting better in some way in some way I just want to see how far I go if I just commit to myself this, this is what I'm challenging people to do. Commit to yourself. Love you enough to commit to you. To say, I ain't going out like no sucker. I'm not going to die at four years old behind something that I could have played a difference or made a difference. I could have prevented. I ain't going out like that. That's the decision that has to be made. You got to decide, man. You got to decide and do whatever it takes every single day in thinking about yourself. Not again, not stressing yourself out, not beating yourself up when you don't hit your goals or your targets every day. But knowing I got to do something different. If this isn't helping me, what is it doing? Is it hurting me? Wow. Okay. No. I got to have these two categories in front of my mind at all times. Is this helping me or is this hurting me? 
Is it giving me life or is it bringing death? All of the people who have so much to say about those of us who are trying to be better. Trust and believe when you dead and gone, please. They're going to put, they miss you, RIP, for about a week on Facebook. And then they're going to be back to business as usual. Until a year later when Facebook remind them like, oh, yeah. Oh, girl, I miss you. They're going to keep living their life until they clock out themselves. So what does it matter listening to other people? What does it matter even considering who cares? And this even goes to some of, you know, those healthy people who, you know, I see the posts that they make because, you know, their family is critical and this, this and that. I get it. It gets irritating. But at some point, you got to chuck your your middle finger up. All right. You got to stop caring. Who gives a damn? Like, get out your feelings. At some point, when you say that you are your own person, you got to believe that. And when you when you get to that point, what people think really don't matter. You know, you're doing this for yourself, for your life, for your health. It's got to be enough. If that's not enough. I don't have no help for you. I don't. I, I have nothing else to offer. And what I'm saying? I have nothing else to offer. It's got to be you before any other guidelines I can give you. See, it's easy to say, oh, just send me a meal plan. But you ain't going to follow it long term. So what am I going to send it to you for? You got to start con- reconstructing yourself inside out and more you become acquainted with you and how much you love you and how much you're grateful for you and how much you're grateful for life oh the health part gets easier oh that part because once you know who you are and you love yourself enough you just wouldn't do that to yourself anymore you just decided it's almost like a person you care about when you love a person most of the time i hope There's certain things you wouldn't do to that person. You just wouldn't treat them a certain way. When you figure out that love for yourself, when you figure out that gratitude for life, like the appreciation to just wake up and smell, look at the trees, to have family, to be in a country, as much as you like to complain about it, you go to sleep at night and there are not bombs dropping by your door or, or across the street. You don't live like that. You you don't have anyone coming into your home, you know, taking your things or putting you out on the street. Or I'm just saying, when you think about all the ways that many people are living all over the world, we, we have it pretty good. We do may not be the best, but if you can just focus on all of the things that are well, that are good, it puts you in such a place of gratitude and it's easier to work on yourself and to get better when you're in that place of love and happiness and gratitude. No one else has to tell you that, you know, obesity is unhealthy and not good for you and weighing your organs down and weighing your heart down. No one has to tell you that because you can see that, that, that spirit from within says, okay, it's time for us to do better now. All right. This is how we're going to live. We're going to live long. We're going to be the example for our children. 
I got to be the example for my spouse. I would like him or her to do X, Y, Z. They won't. But if I got to go at it alone, I will. That's when that trigger comes. And that's the trigger you want because that that's a sustainable one. I love that one because you can always rely on you and you can't rely on anybody else. And you can always go back to you to give you that extra boost when you need it, when it comes from within. So that's what I'm saying to people. Yo, let's make a decision. We ain't going out like that. We not tapping up out of here at no 40, 50 years old. But, but more importantly than that, we not even going to suffer in our 30s and 40s. Like it's people already starting their process of suffering. And they're not going to die in their 40s and 50s. They may live to their 65. But for the next 20 years, if you started at your suffering at 40 years old, popping pills and in and out of surgery and, and all this other foolishness, you literally could suffer for 20 years before you die. You got to make a decision. I ain't going out like that. Somebody might, but it ain't going to be me. You dig? That's all I got, good people. 40, 50, nah. Nah. We ain't going out like that. I take take the mindset that at 50, man, I'm, shoot, I'm just getting started. I'm just scraping the surface. Let's go. Rebirth almost. Not leaving my family behind because... For whatever reason, I, I, I couldn't take control of that thing so that I could experience a life of longevity. We ain't going out like that, y'all. <sighs> Till next time. That's all I got. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Brook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.